0: Hey, man, say, man, it's your boy, can get man. You come alive and back up. you know what it is, man. I know what time it is. It's time for the ugly oh, truth. truth. You yeah. know, we're going to dive right into it. Spirit, soul, body, fun. Get go. oh.
1: uh, yeah. I got a different goal. Because I reached out my overs. I be feeling like somebody reached out and chose us. I be killing life, nigga, we got it rolling. We popping bullshit. Standing on the couches with my whole clip. Our Jubi on some 1994 shit. Champagne flux, watching goat click. Afterwards, baby fuck the whole clip. West Coast shit, on the master titties, classics, death row shit. So when that check come, I get more chips. Right. All money in, I went and got my own shit, nigga. That's how I knew, that's how I know
0: Talk to him nigga. That's how I knew,
1: that's how I knew. That's how, that's I, how I knew, knew.
0: That's, that's how I know. That's how, I knew that
1: That's how I knew that I was different. That's how I know
0: Hey, let's do this part right here. This is what That's I really wanted out here. This is why I played this song. That's
1: how I know. That's how I know. That's how I know. That's, That's how I knew that I was different. Right. And it's like you know, you
0: could look at Gift Horse in the face and not know what you're looking at. And I feel like you know, I'm looking at the Gift Horse. So I'm just one of the ones that notice what I'm looking at. You know what I mean? It's actually
1: an incredible time. It's like a gold rush. There's never been a time like this in our generation. It's our equivalent of the gold rush. When everybody moved to California, this technology has empowered everybody. It, it, it's giving people, you know, it's as big as you want to make it. And, you know, it's as far as you want to take it. And we can quote a gang of things going on in the world right now, or just, you know, accept it as being true. But You know, it's like, man, giants gonna crumble. Big, big companies gonna crumble. New companies gonna pop
0: up out of nowhere. I'm going to pause it right there for all that to play out, man. I want to welcome you all to the Ugly truth. Yeah, this is what we tell the truth, regardless of How you feel, what you think, facts is fact, truth is truth. You can't negate that. You understand what I'm saying? I am your mother and the host, King Edward III. You understand me? I do what I do and I do what I does. But what he said, this big is big companies going to crumble. Blockbuster flew out. Netflix came in. Taxi cabs went out the door. Uber came in. Lyft came in. This man predicted this back in 2014, just knowing what the internet was going to do. We're going to let it finish out, man. This is one of my favorite songs by the king, the legend, Nip Hustle. You hear me? I want y'all to make sure that y'all go get it. Mailbox money. That's how I knew. Make sure y'all go get that. We're going to make sure that we keep that man name alive. We're going to make sure that we keep that movement and that mindset alive, alive and we're going to keep that uh, aggressive intelligence going on.
1: And it's gonna be dramatic right now, and I believe it. That's how I know. That's
0: how I know.
1: That's how I know. 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 That's how I knew that I was different.
0: That's how I know. That's how I know. That's how I know. That's how I know. i was different. You know, today we're gonna do something a little different, you understand? I ain't I ain't gonna hit y'all with too many bars. But I do got the candle, which I normally don't just want to say R.I.P. Kevin Samuels again, you know, a legend in his own mind. You did within two years, was able to have the whole world looking at him. You yeah. understand me speaking truth that a whole lot of men that are stand-up men believe in. But today we're going to talk about that money, man. That's why I played that song, man. We're going to talk about getting some paper, man. Um, I, I want to see everybody around me successful, man. And, and And we all got our own definition of successful. I've been successful, in my opinion, for a very, very, very long time. I started my success story back when I was about nine years old and I don't know if they told me no or I just wanted something that I knew they couldn't afford and I went outside and I had a bunch of stuff and I went outside and had a yard sale and i never forget this man pulled up in a truck, gave me $5 at nine, nine years old back in 1992, two, three, whatever it was. Uh, It just showed me, like, man, I respect your hustle and he gave me some money. And I think that's what I needed at the time. I think it was like five dollars to go get something simple. And shit, I think I packed all my shit up and took it back in the house, like shit. But it taught me a lesson though. When you get out there and you start, niggas will, prom- niggas will promote and niggas will patronize your business. And so since nine, I've been understanding if I get out here and I, and I get on my grind, that-, that it's gonna come to me, you understand it? And I've always respected that at 11, my daddy had bought me some fake J's, right? And it was so funny because I was going to North Linden in Columbus, Ohio, in uh, North Linden Elementary, and he had took me to Pickway, and I've been telling him like I want the Jays. You dig what I'm saying? I'm still in elementary, like I want them Jays. He like, oh man, these is dope too, right? I ain't know what they was, right? I just knew they kind of looked like the Jays or whatever. So. I go to school and I ain't lying, like five, six kids run up to me like, oh, he got them J's, he got them J's, right? You know how we was in the 90s about them J's, we had the originals. Uh, And then another nigga look closer like, nah, it's two niggas jumping for a ball, he got them hoops. (laughs) Y'all remember hoops out of Pickway before they became Payless? Yeah, nigga got shoes out of Pickway. And uh, shit, that feeling there, I'm like, oh, I ain't gonna feel this. Maybe a week later, I went and got a paper route. My mom used to get up with me at like five in the morning and drive the car and I would get out and walk down the streets and, 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 and slang papers. And uh, shit, I got a check, I think it was about 145, I think my shoes back then. I went and got the real J's, nigga. I was the first nigga in the family, young nigga. Went and bought my own J's and shit. I remember because I went to the store, I think I was in Northern Lights, I probably got them from like KC's or something. And um, I went and bought them, then I went like next door and got an outfit that had 23 on, it. it was a short set. And and I missed the bus on purpose. My cousin Chris, R.P. Frankie B. That nigga taught me how to drive. Nigga taught me a lot, you understand? But anyway, R.I.P. and my cousin Frankie B, man. We love you. Uh I missed the bus on purpose I know Frankie had come, cause Frankie liked to show his system off. So he picked me up for school and uh drove me to drove me to school or whatever. He had a, a hatchback Honda with like two fifteens and two teens, something crazy it used to shake the whole school that people would look out the front of the building so you know i'm getting my grand interest i've been having a grand interest for a long time so i jump out you dig what i'm saying going to school now y'all remember the flex back in like elementary and middle school before instagram the flex was what get up and sharpen your pencil so i had to get up sharpen my pencil it was in miss hamilton's class I get up sharpening my pencil, all the kids like, oh, hey, got them J's on. Hey, got them J's on, right? So I'm sharpening my pencil or whatever, got my fit on, go back to the seat. Back then everybody used to want to see your shoe and shit. So you could take it off, like they looking at my shit, you know. And uh the teacher like, you're causing a commotion or whatever, you know? And one of the kids said something about my parents buying my shoes or clothes or some shit. Said, nigga, I bought my own shit, nigga. You know what I mean? I'm back, you gotta think 11 years old and you buying your own shit. You know, niggas is looking at you like, oh man, you lying bro, you ain't buy that. And I got in trouble and she put me on a 190. And uh, I'm like, I don't care. You could put me on two 190s, make it a 380. Right, had the whole class laughing or whatever. So I say all that to say like, you know, sometimes your your bads can become your good, you dig? If you going through something at this time financially let that be your motivation. You know, them kids weren't able to say nothing else to me. Not even they was able to say nothing to me in the hoops. It was just like, I'm authentic. I want the real thing. So since then, I've been having a hustler's mentality that whatever I want, I'm going to go get it. I ain't going to complain about it or none of that. So with those stories, it it embedded hustle and grind in me. And um, I just appreciate the things that I went through to, to get where I'm at. And just wanted to drop some game on y'all, man. I got a course ebook video uh dropping in June it's already done I'm just waiting for my content to be loaded for to show y'all all these houses and all of these hoods because a lot of people do a lot of talking when they're doing properties right so we're gonna talk about properties a lot of people talk about how much they made when they do a deal right so we just use simple numbers 150 right they'll say all right I did 150. Um, I put 25 into the house. It's so 175. They sold it for 250. They'll tell you like, oh, well, I made 50,000, right? Or they might say I made 65, 75,000, right? Because at the bottom of the hood, it's gonna say amount due to seller. But what they ain't gonna tell y'all is there was a down payment. So out of that 50,000, you did what I'm saying. You probably put up about 20. So now you're down to 30. Then the realtors got to get their fees, right? So the realtors is usually 3% unless you fire like me, you know, and you connected, and, I, you know, you could get it for the 1.5 until the other side, they only get 2%. So instead of leaving with 6% of your money, you leave with uh, only, only uh, 2, 3.5% of your money walking out. So you got realtor fees. If you don't finish that house and sell it within thirty days, which is damn near impossible, because I finish houses in two weeks, it still take people thirty days usually to get their financing. You paying a note, so you may pay a note for a month or two, maybe three, so that note comes out of there. You gotta buy risk builders insurance, so that's at least a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred that's coming out. All of that shit comes out. You gotta get the utilities on. All of that comes out of the profit. So, when y'all seeing these checks and these niggas say, I made this amount of money, ask them what the real net was. What was the real profit, not the gross? Because a lot of niggas is capping. A lot of niggas is telling y'all, oh, I just made 100000 which they might have made 70000 which is still good money, but let's just talk real numbers. So, in my ebook, my course, or whatever you did, it teach y'all to really plan out so we got execution plans. We got tiers. A tier one house is, in my opinion, two fifty or less. I do bare minimum. A tier two house is two fifty to three fifty. Then a tier three house is anything over three hundred and fifty thousand. There are certain materials you want to put in these houses for them to even appraise for you to get that kind of money. You don't want to do a tier three and a tier one because you're still not going to get the appraisal that you're looking for. So if you're if you are an overachiever and you get a house and you feel like I'm finna do barn doors, I'm finna do uh, courts or, or any other high-end countertops, you dig what I'm saying, um, you, you putting in expensive lights, you putting in in-wall fireplaces, the area is what's going to determine a certain part of the value. So if you do an overachievement on it, you really can stand and lose money or not make money at all, too much money off of it at all. So you got to know what tier that you're in. The book going to teach you all of this. And the only reason why I did it is because I make a lot of money off of it. A lot of people ask questions. And, and, and when you give stuff to people for free, they don't really appreciate it. So I'm charging for it. And I really want to see people win. It ain't for me to make, just to make money. Of course, anytime I put my time and effort into something, I'm going to make a big bag off of it. And a lot of people be out, and they ask me, oh, what you do? I'd be like, invest. And they're like, oh, I want to get into real estate. And I tell them it's real easy, though. It's only like really four steps to doing this shit. Now, within the four steps, there's a bunch of different processes, but it's finding and buying the house. Then it's rehabbing the house. Then it's selling a house. You dig what I'm saying? The fourth step is just repeating. The first step, take time. The second te- step is going to take you having a crew within my book. i give you my contacts. you going to know what to use, what kind of people to use, you know what I mean? What's qualified contractors and things of that nature. So you got to have a crew. A lot of people stop at step two. Like, I don't know nobody to do this, 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 that, and the third, but Imagine you being stranded in Michigan and you live in Atlanta. You're going to figure out how to get here, right? You're going to figure out how to get home. So when you get out there, what it'll do? It'll encourage your hustle. It'll encourage your grind to make sure you get it done. You'll start getting quotes from multiple people. You dig what I'm saying? But I eased it up and allowed people to use my contacts so that they don't feel that pressure. So you, you, you get the house, you rehab it, you do all that. Then you gotta list it. You gotta have a fire relative, right? My relative the best. Shout out to Medina the relative. You know, if y'all looking for houses, looking to sell houses or anything, you dig you know what I'm saying? Make sure that y'all uh, reach out to her. She definitely the best in the city to me. You understand, very professional. Understand the game uh, very thoroughly. Uh, Go make sure your paperwork right. Gonna get you the best bang for your buck. You dig negotiation skills. See, people who say oh we'll just put it on the market and let it sell itself you gotta negotiate like we be having houses under contract and she'll teach me game that's another thing about having five people you want around people that know more than you she's not just a realtor she's a successful realtor in the sense that she understands her industry and she'll go back and be like all right well we putting it up for this amount and then they might actually say all right we're gonna give you that amount and then she'll counter them and be like all right we're gonna go two, three thousand dollars higher, we're gonna tell them we want three thousand more, we're gonna counter back. I'd be like, All right, bet. And she'd be like, Because when they do the final walkthrough, so when you when you get ready to sell a house, they get an inspection done. That's your due diligence process. When you get your inspection done, they can come back and say, We want you to fix outlets. Uh, we want the gutters fixed. We want they, it's usually a list of things they kinda want fixed, right? She said, Well, if they come back with anything, we'll give them the allowance. So what they you know, what we told them we're going to take more of, whether it's two, 3000 we got that budget already set out for an allowance that we ain't got to do nothing else. Everybody not going to have that mindset to do that. That's why you got to have a five relative to be able to even do that. So, you know, I take that as an appreciation and, you know, I try to give extras, you know, what I mean, I try to let everybody around me eat more than what's just on paper. So having that fire relative is going to be important because that listing process is important. You got to have the right photographer that's getting the right pictures. Um, you got to have the right listing. It got to be worded correctly, and it got to be seen. You know what I mean? Is they really pumping it out here, making sure that, are they having open houses and things of that nature, that your house is getting as much visibility as possible, that the public could be able to see it. Because just throwing it up on the FMLS or the, the Georgia MLS, whatever, uh, either one of those sites, that's cool and it's working for Atlanta, but this is for all fifty states. This ain't just for the A. You can take these simple methods and use all over. So you know, even though the A is, I say, a little oversaturated a little bit, but it's still a lot of money. It's like LA and New York. Like you feel like they both oversaturated, but we still see new actors and and and, and new people all the time coming out of both them states. It's just having the connection. But if you not in LA, New York, or or Atlanta. You, you really can dominate your industry because a lot of these plays that I tell y'all on how to get the house, how to convince the owner to give you the house, not for free, but to take your offer. That's a secret that's in the book that I learned. That's the coldest secret that I have ever heard anybody in real estate give to be able to get the house because it makes both sides get more money, which makes you get the deal. So after you list your house, then, you know, you accept the offer. Sometimes offers fall through. Again, it's on your realtor because you're not speaking to the client. Your realtor is speaking to the client. It's on your realtor to make that deal work. Now, if you got a realtor like, oh, they want this, I ain't worried about it, or not answering their phone, not responding to emails, your realtor supposed to follow-up with the other person's loan officer. It's a lot of work that go into a qualified realtor because some people be like, oh, it's under contract, and they sit back and they put everything on the seller. You dig what I'm saying? I got too much going on. For you to be asking me about stuff that you already know. So with my realtor, I shoot all my docs that I need. So if they ask her for anything, she's not calling me, like, oh, shoot me them over, shoot me that. We got a whole little file. Boom. Anything they need is right here. Just shoot it straight to them. And closing attorneys like to deal with realtors who are who are on a A game, who are quick, who who respond fast to their emails. If you got a realtor who's always on vacation or excuse like they the only people on earth who got kids, oh, I was at my kids' basketball game. I'm going to be honest. I do not care where you're at. When I got 50 to 100 bands on the line and one play that you can make, can mess it all up, I'm not rocking with that, man. That's not cool with me. So you got to do your background on your realtor. That's why I say she the codest in the city. And then, of course, you sell it. And you repeat the steps again. It's not hard when you plugged in. Then I got a network, right? So I got a network of people who are ready to flip multiple properties. I got a network where they putting houses inside, like they they, 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 they shooting out houses that you can see within our network, like you have ac- you have access, excuse me, I keep falling away from the mic, but you'll have access to this whole group of people. You can shoot them a text, you can shoot them an email, and they blast out something like, hey, look, these are the houses I got right now. Then after that, you you can follow up with them, see if the house is good, go check it out, get it under contract or whatever, whatnot. And most of the time, they already got it under contract. they just going to charge you like five extra bands on top of it because they did all the legwork for you. So that's what it is in real estate, man. It's, it's a cycle. It's a process. And it's redundant. Robert Kiyosaki said something that I agree with a lot. He said getting rich is, is boring. I pretty much do a lot of the same stuff every day. It's redundant. You dig. The money that I actually make from real estate, I really don't spend it. I got other businesses that I live off of. And I live, anybody tell you, I live probably 20, 30 times below my means, bro. As y'all can see, I don't wear designer. They go five, ten thousand dollars 10000 a month right there like I don't spend. You dig what I'm saying? I'm not interested in what y'all interested in. Um, again, my, my story of success has always been able to financially out own outright own a house, own my vehicles and have enough money to travel whenever I want. That I've been successful for, for a long time. Um, I think like 10 years ago, I didn't have to go out on my moving trucks no more. You dig what I'm saying? So once I didn't physically have to go out, once I stopped being self-employed and became an entity, a business, not just with an LLC. A lot of you niggas got LLCs and y'all still operating. And what my niggas say, the, the s co- the S quadrant, which is self-employed. If you ain't got no employees, you're not a boss. You dig? You're not a boss. You're just a great self-employed person. And There's nothing wrong with that. We got to make sure in our community we keep the terms clear. Uh, I'm a bad, I'm a boss, I'm a CEO. Where are your employees? Where's your payroll? Who do you pay every week? Where is your, do you got a lawyer? Do you got a CPA? Like, what do you have to, to classify all of these titles and things? You know what I mean? You have the pieces of paper that says that, but what is your entity really made up of? It is okay to pay people to learn the information. I've bought many, many courses, you dig what I'm saying, to learn and obtain the information and the knowledge. What the Bible say, for lack of knowledge, the people perish. It ain't say for lack of hustle. It ain't say for, for, for lack of exercise. It ain't say for lack of reading the Bible. It says for lack of knowledge, you did like uh, the Bible is is the greatest tool to lead you into other doors, but it don't you can't go in there and it's going to tell you how to do real estate. It's going to tell you knowledgeable to get around other wise people to seek wise counsel is what it start off with. It ain't going to tell you go buy houses for this much and do this 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 that or the third. So y'all gotta quit thinking God gonna do miracles when you could do the work. Ooh, that was a bar. Y'all be wanting miracles for shit that y'all can do. Y'all can do the work. You don't need God to come through in a miracle and bring you some money. If you could get up off your ass instead of spending that five thousand you spend with your taxes every year on that dumb ass furniture and that broke down ass BMW with two hundred thousand miles and a check engine light on, you could take five thousand dollars, invest in some knowledge, get around some people that know more than you. Soak the game up. Don't be so prideful that you don't ask questions. Ask all the questions you can. Take what you can from that and apply it and then just duplicate it over and over and over and over. That's the simplicity of it. It's work. It's all day calling people. You may have to call a contractor three times one day. He might not be answering. Why? Because more than likely, I hire 90% of my contractors that I hire are self-employed. Why? Because they specialize in one area. I don't like to deal with niggas that are electricians plus plumbers plus drywallers. Yeah, I do it all. Like, they're just looking for a job. They're, whatever you got, I'll do. I hire electricians that all they do is electrician for a living. Elec- yeah, all they do is electricity, electrician, whatever, for a living. Uh, Unc my plumber. Shout out to Mike the plumber. Uh, I'll put his information below, but that's my plumber. Um, I call him all he do is plumbing. Now, I didn't say that's all who he is as a person. That's what he does full-time for a living. All day, every day, is just plumbing. I got guys that just do painting for a living. All day, every day, they just looking for paint jobs. They not looking for nothing else besides paint jobs. Why? Because the quality of work would be way better than someone, fuck is a jack of all trades. These niggas is eights and and, and sevens of their motherfucking careers. Like They're not quality work. When you put out a quality product, when people come see the house and they do the inspection, they're not asking you to fix that. Can you can you that? Can you can you cock this area? Can you fix this toilet? Can you do this? So I deal with qualified people and that's what I explain and teach how to pick how to pick only quality people, what they call it, uh, uh OQP, only quality people. Shout out to Les Brown. Only deal with quality people. I deal with certified people who certified in their area. You understand? Who stamped and approved and got the credentials to prove it. And I checked their work. The flip side of that, y'all better not get on these goddamn contractors' nerves. They better not call me talking about that y'all being too nitpicky now. Y'all flipping houses. Y'all are not doing your own house. Don't make this. Y'all are creating canvases. Shout out to my nigga Justin Giles. We create canvases. We not we not tailoring houses that we would live in. We're making houses look nice that people can see and that they will be able to feel like they want to live in. You dig what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, I'll change this color and I'll do this. Let them get it. It's like a base model car. You're not trying to customize. Just even imagine, I got a vet, right? Now, if I wrap my vet, on I me mean fatigue, if I put 22s on it and red seats, the margin of people that's going to want that is very small. It's going to be a very small margin of people that want that. But if I just leave it stock. With the stock rims, with it gray, with it, you dig what I'm saying? Y'all get my point? I'll get that car and say, I'll wrap it. I'll put these rims on it. I'll put this system in it. That's why a lot of times, you know, even though, you know, we own them, you know, you get a bust down rally, you'd have lost the value of the watch now, player. It looked good to others, but it, it's not, a, it's no longer really an asset. You might be able to get some of the money, but when you keep it original, the way that it came, you're still able to. Traded in for damn near what it's worth for even more. Like I told you, I went to the Rolex store. Excuse me, a minute ago, and they were on back stock, and Rolexes had doubled. They told me I couldn't even order because they six months behind, and they're not even taking orders right now. So that's when you have a quality product. So when you're doing this, like I say, make sure you deal with quality people. You sell your house, and you repeat the process. It ain't hard. Like like it's really not hard. You are trying to drive in your mind without getting behind the wheel of the car. I know more people who know how to drive who don't have licenses than people who do. I know some people that do got a license, can't drive worth a quarter. I know so many people, include myself, that have been driving before we ever had a license. See, a lot of y'all got the piece of paper and say you got the credential, but you ain't really got the qualification to be on the road. Don't get caught up in your mind like, oh, well, Ed, what if this go wrong? When y'all start that shit, I don't even want you, I don't, Don't buy this shit. I'm not thirsty for money. So I'm not over promoting like nah. because once you come with all the, I can't answer all your negative questions. Can something go wrong? Yes. Can you mess up? Yes. You dig what I'm saying? This is not risk free. Just like your job ain't risk free. That's why they pay you peanuts to go to work. Because they know that you're going to be there because you don't have to think most jobs are non thinking automated jobs. When you're in a warehouse and you're driving a forklift, it's the same thing. You pick it up, you drop it there. When you're doing anything in the warehouse, it's redundant work. it doesn't cause you to really do a whole lot of problem solving. That's when the money is small and low. The more money you make, the more problem solving you got to do, the more fires you got to put out. God damn it, I feel like a fireman sometimes. Shit, not sometimes, all the time. You got to have enough water to spray to put the fires out everywhere I go. Somebody has a problem. The more problems I solve, the more money I make. There's problems all the times in these businesses, but I sit back and I don't think on them. I figure out the solution. So y'all can make a lot of money in this industry. There's plenty of houses. And the crazy, the sad part about it is more people who scared out here to do what we're doing out here in this industry than it is people who want to. They'll talk about it, might even buy the book, buy the course, jump in. But once the work starts, they, they have an excuse. It's execution over excuses. Shout out the day with sleepers for suckers. Execution over excuses. You dig what I'm saying? I'm always gonna speak my sources and shout the people out that I respect in the game. You dig what I'm saying? So instead of talking about females today, I just wanted to talk about some money on the avenues to get money. Now you say, Ed, I ain't got twenty twenty five thousand to put up. You got wholesaling. It teach you wholesaling. So the book also gonna teach you wholesaling. Wholesaling is this simple. Let me let me let me break it down for y'all to make it real real simple and make sure y'all can see this. I own this cup, me myself. I own this cup. This cup is fifty thousand dollars. Is what I want. But if I spice this cup up, it is now worth one hundred thousand. Here you go. You come and you say, "Hey Ed, I'll buy your house for fifty thousand dollars." Right. We sign a piece of paper saying I got 30 days to sell this house or nothing really happens unless they make you put down earnest money. And usually we try to avoid having to put down earnest money. So we say, hey, give me two weeks due diligence, which means I have two weeks to look at the property to bring my contractors out before I give you the earnest money. Boom. Cool. Now I have this one little piece of paper I take over here to someone that's in the industry. Hey. Hey. I got a $50,000 property that's worth a dollars once it's fixed up I'll sell it to you right here buddy for $60,000. They may say okay or they may say hey I'll buy it for 55 dollars You say okay, y'all shake hands, y'all sign the contract, boom. Once you sign the contract it's called an assignment contract so now. This person, which is me right here, is really going to sell the house to here. But at the closing table, you get $5,000. You don't have to put a dime into the house. All you had to do was talk to me and convince me to sell my house for $50,000. And then go talk to him and convince him that the house is worth $100,000 after he put some money into it. And come up and agree on the price and say, hey, I'll sell it for $60,000. He might say 55 You've made five to $10,000 from talking that's what wholesaling is it's not it's not nothing harder than that that's what wholesaling is across the united states of america it's the same thing it's called consignment if you in the streets it's the same thing as getting some dope on credit hey i believe that this is worth a hundred thousand little nigga you ain't got no money i want you to bring me back 90 you're gonna keep the 10 make sure i get paid first same thing as a car on consignment I'm going to give you this card for $15,000. It's worth twenty, dollars but I got too many cars, So whatever you get outside of the fifteen dollars is all yours. You can come to me and talk me down and say, Hey, Ed, well, the rim of this glass is gold. And today's market was popping is silver. So it's going to cost a little bit more. So I'll give you 40000 And you can still turn around and sell it to him for 60000 because he knows it's worth $100,000 after he fixes it up. You dig what I'm saying? So now you made you $20,000 by talking. By talking to this person here and talking to this person here. That's why I tell anybody the most important thing is not the money, it's the relationships. Because this man here, which is an investor, will probably buy a lot of your houses. So you may have to talk to 10 people before you get someone to agree to your deal. But you're just talking. So anyone that's out here not getting no money, they're called lazy. Y'all don't want to get up off y'all ass and do nothing. Y'all just want to sit around and beg and have your hand out. And, oh, man, you should just tell me that for free. And I've had, I've been telling niggas the game for free for they don't listen. Now that I'm charging, they want to listen. Anything we pay for, we listen to. So that's the wholesaling that's in the book. It teach you how to wholesale, man. Wholesaling is one of the easiest ways to get you up to about $25,000. Because it's going to take you about $25,000 down payment to deal with what we call of hard money. Hard money, you don't have to show any W-2s. All you got to have is a business, an LLC. They'll give you 90% of the purchase or 80% depending on your credit. If you got bad credit, it's going to be 20% of the purchase price. I mean 80% of the purchase price. If you got good credit, you can going to have 90% of the purchase price. I Meaning, if the house is 100,000, they're going to loan you 90. You're going to have to put up 10. But like I told y'all before, you got to get insurance and you got closing costs and they're going to charge you fees. So that might turn into 15 to 17 thousand dollars. But this is the kicker, right? So you're like, well, damn, how I'm going to fix it up. They're going to give you the budget also. So if it take 50,000 to fix the house up they're going to give you the $50,000 to fix that house up and they're not making that a part so much of the interest like how much you put down. They just interest really on the purchase price. I may be losing some of y'all but it's okay. You get the money to rehab. So you're a little $17,000. Now they're giving you basically $140,000 cuz you put 10 up but you put 7 up, but only 10 go to the house. Just follow me. So now you got $150,000. You'd have bought the house for $100,000, and now you got $50,000 to rehab this house. Another bar. Most of the time, we don't even use all the rehab money. One of the houses I did, I had a $30,000 budget. I used $22, I had a $22,000 budget, and I used twelve. dollars So I had an automatic profit of ten dollars before I even sold the house. 10 10 already profited off of it. It's plays and shit that I could teach. I ain't gonna give y'all all the gang. What you're going to buy the book for. But I give out free game anyway. But y'all still going to ask me questions. So you dig what I'm saying? That's the wholesaling part. That's the hard money part. They're going to give you the money plus the rehab money. And it's simple. It's been around for years. No W-2s. You just need a bank statement with X amount of dollars in it. You want to have a credit score of about 7 10 to get 10%. If you got anything under that, it's going to be 20%. Well, it could, it could be 15 if you're in the 650s. But if you're in like a 5, 4... They're going to charge you 20%. But catch this play out. You and your so-called other boss friend can put your money together. You got 10, he got 10. Y'all go in on the deal. Y'all both bring your resources together. All the people that y'all know, y'all plumbers, y'all electricians, y'all crackheads, whoever y'all got to work on it, y'all work on the house. Y'all flip the house, y'all bust the money down. And it's called a joint venture. They call it JV both of y'all entities would be on there y'all get a joint bank account so where the money gets there y'all both got access to it it's so many plays that y'all could do with this shit this shit is this shit is cake work but again it take work if you ain't got no money and you're a man and your arms work and your legs work and you can see you can hear you can smell and you don't have any money you're lazy and you don't deserve any pussy And any of you ladies giving pussy to these niggas should be despicable about yourself. You are the reason why the world is the way it is. Y'all are giving out free pussy to bum niggas. And y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all devalue yourself once y'all sleep with these bum ass niggas. I'm sorry, I hurt y'all feelings. I said I was gonna stay off y'all for a little bit. But that's a play to make money. So I'd have broke down rehabbing the houses, I'd have broke down wholesaling the houses. I'd have broke down hard money, how you can get the money without having to use your W-2s to, to, to flip the houses. Then you could do the holding process, which is fire. This To me, this is after you've built your liquid up. Now, everybody got different strategies. You could do what you want. You may have money to decide and like, hey, Ed, I don't even want to get in all that. It's another play. You can actually buy a house using hard money, right? Get the money, get the rehab money, because you like, look, I got 25 to play with. You can hold the house, what we call rent the house out, right? So you get it, you fix it. After you fix it, instead of taking out all the money, you refinance the house. You can take out 70%. So let's do simple math. Because everyone thinks life is hard, and it's not. It's not hard at all. The people that you around, you dig what I'm saying? I like to be around myself though, cause me and God are super cool. Like we talk all day. That's why I don't really be bothered with y'all. Y'all don't really get on my nerves, cause I don't talk to y'all that much. So let's just say that 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 hundred and fifty thousand dollars, the house is now worth two hundred thousand dollar minus seventy percent, one hundred and forty. You can now pull about sixty thousand dollars out of that house. So you pull the $60,000, keep the house now, and you have a note, and you can rent it out and have cash flow coming in. What I what I recently learned is that's the biggest game right there. That's why apartments is actually better than houses, because you have all of these units coming in. So this going to go over your head for y'all that ain't already investing. This gonna go, I don't even care. You can buy an apartment complex for $2 million, right? They'll give you a half a million to put into it, right? So now you at two point five now the apartment uh, complex is evaluated at four million now you can go ahead and pull out 70 percent of that right so now you got your down payment back some plus some of your profit then you have a a positive cash flow let's just say ten thousand dollars a month fifteen thousand dollars a month right i'm gonna tell you why all this money gonna be tax-free anytime you owe somebody on something all of the money that comes in until you pay that loan off is tax-free so i can owe them a million dollars and say i made nine i i'm making a hundred thousand dollar loss why because there's something called depreciation so you get i think 25 to 30 years of however long the loan is of depreciation on that property so if you own a property from 2000 you're gonna have 30 years to pay that off right long as you owe on that house you can write off if it's worth 30 million you can write off a million dollars a year now of course in other cases the two million dollars even if you're making ten thousand, that's hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Let me do math in my head. That's hundred and twenty thousand dollars uh a year. You can still write off. You can still write off. Um, I think it's hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year off of that property. So you can still say you made a loss of thirty thousand. Y'all y'all holler how these crackers been doing it. They've been educating themselves for the lack of knowledge people pairs. So all the money that they are making. They actually writing it off as a loss and these niggas got positive income coming in because you can write off up to when you have big buildings, you can write off a depreciation off of that building saying that you took a loss when you actually had positive income. You've already took your down payment out. You've already made a profit on the building. Now you got positive cash flow coming in. So if you wonder why like Chick-fil-A's and McDonald's tear their buildings down every 15, 20 years, that's because they can't do no more writing off of it. Now they go ahead and take out another loan on the building and owe. And now they got more cash flow coming in. They still own the building again, but it's a newer, fresher building. They can still write the depreciation off of the building every year. And now the cash flow coming in every year, they can say I took a loss every year. (sighs) This game is cold out here. You hear me? The game is cold out here. This real estate shit is fire, bro. You can really take this shit to the next level. The next level is actually partnering up. There's no one man bands out here. So you niggas going to have to put your egos to the side. You niggas going to have to take your panties off and put your big boy drawers on. You dig what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell y'all who really who, who really killing the industry right now is, is the ladies. That's because they half niggas. Now, I ain't just saying it, but they 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 grinding out here. You niggas want to be too much of bosses and don't know what come with boss, nigga. You the most responsible person. When you really a boss, you don't make excuses. When you really a boss, it rests on you. You don't pass the buck. Whatever happened to my business, I say it's my fault. Whether it's a clown nigga that did something, I hired him. Whether something went wrong, I should have bought a better product. If something didn't work, I should have seen that. I don't blame nobody for the shit. Now, I hold people accountable. Don't get it twisted. But I don't tell the people who I owe or the people who I deal with or my plug, this nigga didn't pay me. I just paid him, take my L, and handle my business on this side. Y'all really hollering y'all solid, but y'all not, man. If you solid, you a real thoroughbred. You hear me? You can't be a thoroughbred without taking care of your lady and your responsibilities, your kids, and things of that nature. Before I get off on the tangent. So these are just different ways to make money. You can buy and hold. It's not very hard. Paperwork, credit, you dig. And if you ain't got credit, you could use hard money. But if you're going to refinance, you definitely going to have to have your credit right because they're going to pull your credit. But we got that play, too. We can get your credit together. You dig what I'm saying? You can get your credit together, get your credit score high as a monkey. You dig what I'm saying? That you could take these plays to the next level. This don't just work in Georgia. This works in Ohio. This works in California. This works in New York. This works all over Hawaii, Alaska. These plays work all over. So if you feel like, oh man, I don't want to do it in Atlanta. I'm from Kansas. Go to Kansas and do it. You probably gonna make a bigger play. You could take the same shit I'm teaching you, teach them people, and and y'all could really come up in this game. You hear me? Like y'all can really turn this into a, a multi million dollar business in a year or two. This shit ain't hard, man. Like just stay focused, pay the price, pay to be around people. This is this is personal, but it's business. Like you're like, oh man, I ain't paying nobody. Man, why not? Why not? Why not pay somebody to avoid all the mistakes that they have already learned? You feel me? Like, that's what type of time I'm on. I'm going to see if my, I got a caller that's going to call in today. Well, I mean, I'm supposed to call, you know. Let's call my fave real quick. Let's see what's populating. Oh, hold on. I got business going on. These comps is... let me see let me call and see if they're available real quick call my little sister out the blue now mind you i don't even be telling these people i'm finna call them or nothing we just we just gonna see we just gonna try it out you heard we just we just gonna see
2: hello what you doing
0: Uh, um oh jay jay got ace he gonna take him home um quick question i'm on my podcast right now we live off your two properties and i ain't tell them who you was yet um off your two properties stone road and tie estimate what you say you made off of them profit um i guess close to 100. and how, how much physical labor did you feel like you had to do like actually put in not too much oh, okay okay so I ain't she less, go 100%. ahead less than 20
2: percent
0: less than 20 percent so she put up her own money she made 100 racks off of off of two properties um um, we did one deal together that we probably made about sixty a piece off of fifty, sixty thousand dollars a piece off of. So uh would you say would you say paying for a course or paying to learn some information is worth it? Yeah, I spent over sixty
2: thousand on
0: courses already. Hold on, say that again because they can't hear you. Tell them how much you spent. About
2: sixty thousand.
0: Sixty thousand dollars on getting information 60 not not 16 not six, 60,000 on getting information why because once you got the information they can never take it from you anything else you want to tell them I mean she a realtor too you know what I mean you, you, you could pop promote yourself tell them what you want these folk to know about this real estate game and, and anything you want them to know money and
2: anything you put your mind to just gotta put in the work
0: absolutely absolutely
2: lazy not acceptable
0: hey and i promise i didn't tell her to say that i just told them for they lazy you lazy if you ain't got no money you did especially as a man and you a willing body um uh would you say any percentage that 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 kingetworth the third information played any role in helping you cuz i'm trying to tell them to go ahead and by this playbook, would you say the information that I've gave, because you gave me many plays and many games, would you say any of the game that I gave you that I have in my playbook helped you uh, be successful in your real estate career?
2: Yes.
0: So there you have it. There you have it. Uh, I'll put the information below if y'all want. She's also a realtor. She's also dope at what she do. No nonsense code at what she do. So. I'm going to let you go. It was a humbug call. I didn't didn't have her lined up or any of that. So I'm going to let you get back to doing what you're doing, taking care of your kids and your responsibility, being more of a nigga than you niggas. I'll talk to you later.
2: All uh, right. All right.
0: Bye. Yeah. Yeah, she take, she take care of her kids more than you niggas take care of you kids, man. I really want to get on you niggas today, man, because I'm so sick of you bitch-ass niggas out here, man, hollering y'all this and y'all that. You know what I mean? Girls tell me you niggas got nice cars and ain't got no goddamn gas, nigga. Not, 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 not that it's on E, but you ain't even got the money. Like, let me get $30, bae. You bitch-ass niggas spending all your money on car notes and shit, man. You niggas ain't. I really feel sorry for the selection of women. That's why I tell y'all, join the motherfucker team, man. So we're gonna see. I, I'm I am i am just gonna call and talk and, and, and talk to somebody who I do deals with, man. They said give them two minutes. So I'm gonna give them two minutes real quick. But that's the game. Like that's 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 it in a nutshell. There's some intricate parts in here. It's, it's a lot of secrets that I ain't told y'all of how to get deals, how to get contractors, how to sell your house for more, how to have bid mores on your house and things of that nature. And let me tell you, once you buy this course, man. Don't tell me what your uncle said who ain't never flipped a house or flipped a house back in the 70s. Don't tell me what another nigga told you. I'm not that type of person. You dig what I'm saying? I'm not that type of mentor, if you want to say. I'm a hands-on kind of person. Do what I'm asking you to do. Do what's in the book first, then tell me the results. Don't go giving me these hypotheticals of what could or should have, might have, possibly, and can maybe happen. I'm not that person. If I tell you get on 75 South and get on, get off exit 252 and go right, do that first before you ask me a 1,000 questions. I don't have time to answer a 1,000 questions. We do have a network there that can answer a bunch of questions. We do have assistants that can answer your questions. We do have an email where they will answer your question. But me personally, just because I know a lot of y'all going to buy this because y'all know me, I'm not finna sit around and answer all y'all questions. Y'all been watching me in person for years on top of years grinding. Y'all know I know what I'm talking about. I don't need y'all money. That's not that's not being pompous or none of that. I'm just saying I want to see young niggas. The really the real reason I made it is really for 25 and under. Now I'm not saying that's the limit on it, but I I meet a lot of young niggas who I wish if I was that young I knew what I knew now. And they can though. My motherfucker son winning right now. When I say winning, that young nigga winning. He up. He doing his own thing, flipping his own properties and up. Forty balls and fifty balls every play. None. Of, I, wh- which one of you niggas outside of selling dope was doing forty and fifty balls? You did what I'm saying every time you make a play. Like that's 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 really decent money, bro. And then take that money and invest it in the stock market, and not look at it for ten years, and see what it do. Yeah, we talking real numbers around here, man. It's very hard that y'all see a hood nigga. Usually niggas are sophisticated and you know, very articulate about what, man, listen, bro, you can see me sliding through the city in anything, man, who who knows, I don't know which one of them uh, six, seven whips I'm going to be in, you dig, I'm just going to be sliding through the city chilling, I hope you don't see me with your old lady or nothing like that, man, because, you know, the ladies love me, man, you dig what I'm saying, that mean your mama too, <laughs> yeah, your mama love me, nigga. I ain't gonna get back at messing with your girl. You niggas don't pay me, nigga. I'm gonna take your mama out. Keep playing with me. Hello. Hey, favorite. How are you?
2: What's going on? Man?
0: Well we're here on the ugly truth again. I was just talking some game on this uh real estate shit, just telling them the different the different um avenues to get money as far as wholesaling, buying and holding, buying and flipping, using hard money. And I was just telling them who the best realtor in Atlanta was. You dig what I'm saying? So I would figure I would get it on the phone and and, and let her elaborate a little bit. And I was just telling them how a realtor can make or break a deal and was just saying how you give me game on. Make them pay a little bit more just in case uh, uh, they come back and, and got something on their to-do list is what I call it. Uh, just the different avenues that you give that a lot of realtors don't do, the negotiation skills, the follow-up process. If you can, you know, elaborate on that a little bit, uh, uh, how thorough you is and how you build your relationships and how you you know, make sure that you stay on top of your game with the closings and turning and all that. So just give them a little brief, you know what I mean? Beginning the start of, you know, what to expect when it comes to this property stuff. Um,
2: On the investment side or just in general?
0: In the investment side.
2: Okay. On the investment side, really also in general, I would say um, anyone who's looking to invest or a seasoned investor, even, I believe that, um, relationships are key. So make sure that you select a a realtor that you can have a true relationship with, that you all communicate well together, um, that you communicate your needs exactly what you want and need to your realtor and, um, start there and, um, make sure you check their resume. And a lot of times, um, I've seen people kind of agent hop is what I call it, which is cool. You use whoever you want to. You can um, obviously build relationships with more than one agent, but you really do need to hone in on someone and and develop a rapport with an agent unless, you know, you're not getting the the results that you you need. So, um, you know, Definitely make sure that um, those, like I said, those communication skills. That follow up, follow up can kill or make a deal.
0: Follow up also, with who? Tell them, tell them follow up. Who, who's the realtor supposed to be following up with?
2: So it's a lot of follow um, up. Uh, this is a very loaded uh, conversation.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> speak on it. It, it's,
2: it. It's a very low. You no, know I'm saying it's a, it's a lot of ground to cover. So I'm just trying to give the main bullet points, but you want to make sure that you all are following up um, with the other side of the transaction. A lot of times that can fall, fall by the wayside, just communicating, saying, you know, checking in, saying, hey, what's going on with this deal? Are we on track? Make sure you have your milestones outlined up front so you know when, for instance, you know when due diligence ends, you know when your financing contingency ends you know when your earnings money is due things of that nature um make sure that you are asking your agent about those things um as an agent things that our clients don't think about is you know following up with the closing attorney um or the title company making sure the title work is done and complete that there are no hopes um that we don't have any lender delays um and really, as a, as a client, you really don't have to worry about those things. That's why you hire an agent. Um, you can absolutely follow up with them about it, but that's the whole point of you hiring an agent that you can trust and that you can communicate well with so that those things are taken off your plate and you can focus on um, other things that you, you're not paying someone else to do.
0: Did y'all just hear all that? So all of that is what you don't have to deal with when you're dealing with the proper agent. They can make or break a deal. Like I said earlier, I didn't coach her on none of this. She didn't even know I was finna basically call and even speak on this. Usually y'all know we talking on relationships. Um, we talking on real estate today. So when you get a quality agent, if they not answering their phone, they had their kids game, they don't know due diligence is finna be over or if they don't terminate a contract now you locked into it it's a lot to go with having a quality agent you dig what I'm saying that's why I recommend her out of all the agents in Atlanta cuz she going to get the deal done she going to make sure that she do everything that need to be done uh on the on the investment side um just tell me some of the things that 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 you would learn and some of I don't even. Yes. What What would you tell them to avoid and what would you tell them what to do as far as investing, contractors, um, purchasing or selling any any of that information? Because you, you you're doing this. You dig what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and and you have an understanding. And it's a lot of women that's going to buy this this course because, you know, I just had a guest on. Uh, she told me she spent sixty thousand dollars in courses which is very important to me of uh, course is just learning different game it wasn't just all on real estate it was just different games that she spent on and i and i told her i agree because i've spent thousands not that much you know mm-hmm. what i mean but a lot damn near you did close but nowhere well,
2: near. well but, i mean information is pretty much the most one of the most valuable perspectives um you can, I definitely, I paid money to learn different things about real estate outside of real estate school. Um, I definitely say, you know, get a coach, mentor, whatever you want to call it, buy some of the courses. I wouldn't recommend spending 60 grand on courses. And that's the front end of it. So, a lot of people do get caught up on um, analysis paralysis, so to speak.
1: Ooh, speak where, on that. Speak on Where that.
2: we want to know everything before we start, right? So, you definitely should be informed. You definitely should do research. But you most, most definitely have to start somewhere, even if you make mistakes. Um, so, the whole goal is to learn from other people's mistakes. So... Outside of just buying courses, I would recommend that people speak to other investors, perhaps maybe not a guru, so to speak, or a uh, someone who's making millions and millions of dollars with investing. Maybe somebody who's just done three or four flips because they have a wealth of knowledge. You can kind of go alongside them, partner with them, and learn from them in the process because the process teaches you the most.
0: And she don't mean right, that you so, can't... Like A lot of y'all don't have access to niggas that got millions of dollars. So she's saying it's okay to talk to somebody that just done three or four deals because they're going to be closer to your level than someone who has done a hundred right, deals. Right.
2: They don't have to be an, a complete expert in exactly. their done at all.
0: Exactly.
2: Just someone... They may be on their third deal or they may be on their second deal and be like, oh my gosh, my first deal was this, this, and this. Um and they learned a wealthy thing from from having a bad first deal right um that's the first thing so don't get caught up in spending because she could have um she could have called me and we could have done a couple deals with that money um
0: no she spent that she spent that 60 bands on different courses she spent it real estate she spent it trucking credit so it was spread out wisely she spread it in different areas it wasn't just in real estate yeah it was on a bunch of different different courses to be well-versed in different areas because she get money in multiple arenas
2: right and you absolutely should spend the money on some courses some things you should absolutely learn before you just jump off the porch and start to invest your money but you know as long as you're investing that making that investment and also investing in getting started um up front if you're if you are or if you aren't seasoned, I would definitely recommend finding an agent who can help you along the way. Um, because a lot of times when these deals fly out, I'm sure if anybody is on social or they are, have told anyone that they're interested in purchasing property, you receive emails, texts, um, letters from pigeons saying, "Hey, this property." I'm selling it for 300 the ARD is 650 That means nothing. nothing. Do your own research, and if you're not able to do it, find an agent to help you make that investment to pay someone, mainly a real estate agent, to help pay. you and provide pay. You accurate...
0: Pay <laughs> a real estate agent to help you. They're not just going to do it for free. Even if it's your family, pay them. Keep going.
2: Right. Um, find someone to help you get accurate numbers, a deal. Anybody can go and buy a property <coughs> excuse me, and sell it for more than what you paid for. It. But it's a lot of numbers that go into that. And the first number that you're looking at is the purchase price. And the second number you're looking at is what you can sell it for. So if those numbers are inaccurate, you, you're you you're starting out wrong. So make sure that you don't trust the ARB that the person trying to sell you the property is telling you Preach. because it's very well about at least 85% of the time is way off. And they're telling I
0: mean. you if you add square footage, if you add a bathroom, add two more rooms, it'd be worth this. Wait, ain't nobody trying to do all that extra shit. That's what they be sometimes finessing. So be careful of the wholesalers. But with the playbook, none of our wholesalers doing that shit. Anybody we recommend is going to be authentic. But please continue because you're hitting on a lot of great topics.
2: Oh, yeah. You absolutely want to make sure your numbers are correct. But like I said, know what your ARV um, is. Get familiar. If you can, I know a lot of people are into investing um, elsewhere in other places. So if that's what you're doing, I always believe in putting eyes on property before you commit somebody's eyes. So if you're, I know right now Cleveland is pretty hot, Detroit is hot, Birmingham. It's it's a lot of hot areas around the nation. So I would say if you are interested in investing in different markets, partner with someone to go and Put their eyes and walk the property, go inside, see what it feels like, see what it smells like, because pictures are deceiving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if those numbers may add up only because it's a piece of crap. So, or if the home is taken over with mold and you couldn't see it on the pictures. So, definitely get somebody, if not yourself, to walk the property, walk the property with your contractor. Um, up front before you purchase, just all of these things. It's a lot of due diligence, so to speak, that you have to do um, before you pay your money. You know, I'm not an advocate for, I like to protect my clients' earnest money um, to this day. Knock on wood, I have never had a client to lose their earnest money. Um.
0: Let me break you that know. down because some of them don't know. Some of them, may. earnest money is a deposit to a house, so it's way less than your down payment. Your earnest money goes towards your down payment. Earnest money normally is anywhere between a thousand and five thousand dollars. If you or your realtor mess up and y'all don't close, y'all don't close the deal, or y'all don't terminate in time, that money that you put up to say, "Hey, I really want this property." the owner of that house can keep that's what earnest money is it's a deposit it's it's, it's saying uh, by faith I'm gonna give you some money towards this house and my lender is gonna come through or I'm just gonna give you the rest of the money later continue
2: right so you always want to protect your money you want to protect your investment so not to say I, I say that my clients haven't lost their earnest money not to say that it would have been my fault because there could have been several factors. There can be um, someone who can't make the late payment and now they they're not approved for their loan. So now they didn't hold up their end of the deal. Um, several things that can happen where, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. And it is a risk that you take when you put the money up, right? Unless you have some you know, a few hundred thousand in cash or however much the property costs to pay for it yourself. Um, Also, I I think another really, really important thing that people don't do, um, I kind of touched on it a little bit, is just getting your property inspected and knowing Mm. when to walk away. Mm,
0: Some deals, some best deals, is no deals. I didn't even te- I didn't even t- touch on the inspection part. So that's 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 very prominent. And inspection is only usually about three hundred dollars. You are better off being out of three hundred thousand than losing thirty. Right. Right so, so so Go ahead, go ahead, let me let you finish.
2: Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying so until you are familiar enough to say, you know, what's going on and you've seen it all and you've pretty much done it all. You can only really do that by experience. And even then, you can miss some things if you're not a certified home inspector. Um, and even they miss things sometimes. But you're definitely, you know, you're you're more likely to catch something when you hire someone. Like, like you said, it's $300. And when you're in this game and you're trying to make sure that you make the proper investment, $300 is a little bit of money. be sure because if you walk into something a lot of times you can see it and so people get excited because they they've driven up to this neighborhood they've seen all of these properties around them that are so nice and they're rehab and they sold for five hundred thousand dollars and they're like oh yes i'm gonna get this property it's gonna be beautiful and you walk into it and it's trash
0: Let, let me say something on that note and it just came to me a lot of y'all can buy family members' houses. I was just thinking about it. You, you got older family members. You got family members who may be upside down. You've been in these houses. You know what's going on with these houses. You can still get it inspected just to see. But a lot of y'all can actually go to different family members who you know want to get out of their houses. And you know their houses ain't been updated since they bought them. What I specialize in <laughs> is updating houses. You dig what I'm saying? I don't do a lot of adding this or adding that, which is nothing wrong with because if you do, you're going to get more money. But it just came to me while she was talking. Go to your family members. See who want to sell their houses because if you're able to buy them, they're more apt to give you a better price and they're not going to be as scared. So if you got family members or friends that want to sell their house and you run the comps, which is another word for the after repair value, you run the comps sort or of the after repair value of it, and you see you can make some money off of it, and you can negotiate with your family. Start with one of them because you already been in the house, you know what's going on with it. But continue.
2: Oh yeah, that that's, well, first of all, what, what you just said was valuable because a lot of times, and I have been guilty of it as well. Um I don't. When I meet new people constantly, I'm not constantly saying, hey, I'm a dean, I do real estate. I, I'm an agent. I, I invest. Probably should, but I don't. But absolutely make sure you touch everyone in your sphere of influence, meaning everyone whose number is in your phone, everyone number who who's in your mother's phone. All of your family members, all of your friends should be able to speak on what you do because if the if that subject comes up, you want them to call you first. Right. You don't want to be sitting at a family reunion or a birthday party saying, oh, you sold your house. What? You sold it for what? would would bought it. That's the most terrible feeling ever. Right. So definitely touch on your fear of influence first and then expand. You'll be surprised how many people, and it's sometimes, it's for several different reasons. You Someone may be experiencing some hardships, that they don't want to talk about they don't feel comfortable coming to you with but when you come to someone and you offer a solution before you even really know the problem that helps you it helps them and it creates a situation where everyone can win because you don't want to just necessarily monopolize every situation you do want to well for me I, I can't
0: see say yeah that's for her I'm monopolizing <laughs> on everything I want boardwalk. <laughs> Parkway, Pennsylvania, Baltimore, the railroads. I want everything but jail. <laughs> that's fine.
2: Absolutely, you can, you can, you can win. But in order for you to win, doesn't mean that everyone else has to
0: lose. Correct. To my point, I, I, I was taught this: keep some juice in the deal for the other person. So I was taught this by a very prominent person in my life, and they told me because they know I do business and they know I'm a gorilla when it comes to this. Uh, anything. Uh, It ain't just real estate. I'm a gorilla in anything I do. You dig what I'm saying? I'm going to maximize everything I do. And they told me, they said, "Eh, make sure whatever deal you do is juice in the other deal for someone else. So even if someone is hurt and they like, hey, you know the house worth 150? they like 40. You might be like, all right, I know I can make 60. I'm going to give you 55, auntie. I'm going to give you 55, homie. And you can actually go up on the price that you're going to give them. You don't always have to, you know, leave no no meat on the bone with your people or with anybody. You dig what I'm saying? It might be, I just heard a story today. Somebody's going through health issues and they wanted to sell their house. You dig what I'm saying? And somebody wanted to make sure that the deal went through or whatever or whatnot. And they went above and beyond to find someone to buy, to buy this house because they had a lot going on. So they got to with somebody else to buy the house because they know they're going through health issues, and they just wanted to see the people win. They weren't even trying to make no money. At this point, they're like, here, take this deal so that this person can have a better life. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just doing good business and and, and allowing someone else to win in the deal. I'm not saying monopolize in the point of screw everybody over and get them for what they can. No, make sure that the other person is winning, too, and they feel like they're winning. You dig? Not that they're winning, but... They know that they're winning also because money is cool. That shit come and go. We're going to go through. Some of y'all going to go through hundreds of thousands. Some of us going to go through millions of dollars. And the billionaires might go through billions. That's not going to create a relationship. The most important thing we have in life is each other outside of the money. The relationship is first. Then it's the money. So make sure that you keep the relationships going. Because if you tell auntie, instead of 40, I'm going to give you 55 she might put you on a play you ain't even know about outside of real estate. You dig what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, though. Now that you, you know, seasoned in, in your real estate, you understand real estate to the fullest. You know, you're a realtor and an investor. In, in your current investment, just share some of the things you like and some of the things that you would avoid. And just speak for the women because I, I said this the other day. You ain't hear me say it yet. I said, Women think they's trying to get the women think they getting screwed over because they're women. And I said they do that to men too. Contractors are going to try to screw you over. That's their job to get as much as they can out of you. And as an investor, your job is not to let them. But I know you're going through a house which is finna sell for psh, through the roof, you know what I mean? Half a ticket or better. In your project, what would you say some of the things that are pros? In some of the things to look out for, start with the pros first. Like that you see in your deal, your current deal.
2: Well, I mean, the pros are right now is that if you have a good product, it's going to sell right now. So if you produce something that is great, right, it's going to sell. Um something to be wary of, as and if you want me to speak to just women, so to speak.
0: It don't have to be, but I know women hear other women, and they understand that language of which I may feel, because you know me, I don't really be caring about a lot of shit. But I understand.
2: Well, as a a woman, I think a lot of times we tend to be, this is the bank calling me, um, a lot of times we tend to be more detail-oriented than men which is an amazing trait if i do say so myself
0: um absolutely
2: how, however definitely pay attention to every single detail but at the same time it's okay to have something
0: being average this is not and a your lot house. Of us, please explain this that is this, not, is not this is not this is not our
2: home we will not be living there. So we just had an um, an, <laughs> an experience today where there was a little bit of a grout color issue and it wasn't perfect. It wasn't exactly how we envisioned. And we just had to circle back and say, listen, it's okay. It's okay. It's great. It's, it's great in someone else's eyes, right? So, you know, don't get caught up on the small things. While
0: go ahead, go ahead. Being,
2: whilst being detail oriented, so make sure you hold your contractors to a certain standard without being nitpicky.
0: Which is this? This is what I have. Which ninety percent of the industry, because I'm in an industry and I know a lot of people in the industry, and I understand ninety percent of people in this industry do not have a contract, and I can almost bet I don't even know her business all the way. I know a little bit about her deal that she's doing. You know what I mean? She does multiple deals or whatever. I can guarantee their contractors, they have no paper physical contract with them to say this is what we want done. And in my course, there are already preset contracts that you can give to every contractor that you can list out exactly what you want and they have to sign. So if anything goes wrong, they, you can go back and go to a piece of paper and say, no, you agreed to this whether it's your word versus his word, she, her word, somebody forgot. Those contractors have multiple deals going on. They're at multiple houses, you know, within a month. And, oh, he could be like, no, I didn't do that. And he might really feel like I didn't agree to that because he had seven different houses he was working at. But when you have a contract, when you have a piece of paper that explains everything that you want done, no one can negate that. So I just wanted to throw that out there because that's a lot of the problems with the contractors. Is I don't.
2: That's agree. a game. Changer. That's a game changer, and I mean, um, and you're right. Um, most of my contractors did not have a written contract, so, you know, we we vetted them in other ways. However, it's nothing like a good. It's nothing, you know, that can supersede something being in writing. Okay, verbal contract, even in real estate, if you say something, it means nothing. If you say something, it it means absolutely nothing. Um, hold on one second. Yeah, if you say something, it means nothing in real estate. If it's not in writing, it it won't hold. You have to make an amendment. You have to put it in put it in writing. So. Furthering that to your contractors and holding them to that same standard is is, is
0: game changing. All right. So we got <laughs> templates for y'all to avoid feeling like I'm a woman, he's trying to get over. I had niggas tell me crazy prices. I had niggas say, No, we agreed on this. And I know I'm not just gonna say women, there are men that's non confrontational. They don't wanna go back and forth. Not only am I not going back and forth, nigga, if you don't do it, you ain't getting paid. You understand me? But To avoid all the hostility because i don't mind being with the shits which i'm trying to digress from well fuck that i ain't gonna ever digress from that i'm gonna quit lying i have a contract and now i could just say here go to contract this is what you agreed to so now the back and forth is dead and now only thing that they can say is either they'll do it or now you have the power and the leverage to say okay you're not going to do it because you have another job i'm only going to pay you this and i've been in those situations where man, I I obligated to another thing, man, can I just, nah, I'm only paying you this amount now because this is important to me. It may not be important to you because I understand it's time for you and you can make more money somewhere else, but you're going to lose a lot of money on this part because you didn't do this thing here. Now, I have the leverage. When the contract was there and, and the contract was in writing, they did not, they agreed. They did not finish the contract. They looked at it and said, yeah, I can't do that. I All right, now I'm knocking this many thousands off, and now I go extreme. It's gonna be this many thousands off, and now they have an obligation to either sit here and finish what they started, or if they're gonna make some more money somewhere else, they can go head on. Now I save money, and there's no fight, there's no dispute, there's any, there's none of that because it's in writing. Most people in the game. That's why I say this course is so dope because it's gonna avoid a whole lot of mistakes. Tell them them what, okay, you told them the pros, and I'll speak just a little bit. She got a house for a hell of a, hell of a deal in a hell of a, hell of an area, and they did an excellent job. What's some of the cons that you see? You ain't got to get super in detail, but what's some of the cons that you see in doing doing your deal? Well, first of all,
2: I believe, and it's a fact in real estate, whether you're talking about contracts, or you're talking about anything,
0: time is always of the essence. Yes. So a can lot I, of times, can I pause you real quick? Because something just came to my spirit. Listen, this is something else that y'all could do. I'm gonna let her elaborate. You can get a GM, which I mean a GC, which is a general contractor, which will he will now all it might be twelve areas of the house that you have to do twelve different contractors you have to hire. The GC will hire all of these people or he may have all of these people in his arsenal. they will go in and do your whole entire house. It's going to be more expensive, but it's going to be less of a headache because you're only talking to one person and you can hold him to a time frame. That's all I wanted to say. so you got two options. you can hire all your 12 of your contractors or you could say, all right, I may not make 50,000, I might make 30, but I'm not going to have a headache because I got a nine to five. But go ahead, elaborate
2: hire a GC, you can
0: hire
2: a project manager, you can hire somebody who's seasoned to do it for you. There's a lot of ways you can do that. But definitely remember that time is of the essence. So every time, um, unless you pay cash for everything, for all your deals, and even then you're paying holding costs, even when you use your own cash. So keep in mind that everything that you do so this property is going to take time sometimes you can have um the contractors working in concert with each other at the same time sometimes some projects take a little bit longer sometimes you're gonna run into things that were unforeseen so try to stick to a timeline map your projects out up front don't
0: don't try and make it happen
2: and yeah
0: yeah map, map
2: it out. Um, plan it out, know what you're doing, what we of the project, right? So don't get there and say, oh, well, I think this will look good. Or I think that will look good. And they might very well look good. But don't change problem, your mind
0: a thousand times. Ladies, most niggas don't do that. Some do, but ladies don't get in these projects and be like, oh this would be cuter. This would be better. And, and have your contractor. Let
2: me just speak on behalf of the ladies. I not only, um, have seen this happen with women. I've also seen male investors that get caught up in the, you know, the, the extra, the razzle dazzle.
0: I have seen it. It's not just women. So let's just be clear. No, it's not. I just said it's some men too. You know what I mean? They might be bisexual, but you know, I don't know. Cause no. you know, they might be straight and they might just, you know,
2: um, that's how people think, you know. Making their home look nice or make your own home look nice and make it extremely comfortable. But when you go into these rehabs, and if you want something great, fine. There's nothing absolutely absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you want something great in your property, in your rehab, in your flip, plan it. Okay? When you go in there in the beginning, plan it, add it to the budget, add it to the timeline. And if it fits, then wonderful. If it doesn't fit, if it's holding, if you see that line item is costing you an amount that you don't like, adjust. So make those adjustments up front though. You know, if, if that's what you want to add, if you want a, you know, if, if, if you want marble instead of porcelain, okay, find out what the cost is because contractors charge more to work with mar- marble because of the texture course when it's cheaper it's easier to work with so you have all of these things to consider up front and you need to make sure that you map out your plan in the beginning and stick to it absolutely as much as possible only veer from it when it's absolutely necessary you can't avoid it
0: okay well i greatly appreciate you being on here doing your one two i'm sorry that we kept you for so long i know you got a thousand other things to do I just wanted to bring you on real quick and and just get some game from a realtor's perspective, who was a a certified Georgia realtor and certified Georgia investor and, 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 and wanted to get an understanding from a ladies uh, aspect too. So we uh, greatly appreciate you again. Her information is on the board. You can see it. Medina, the realtor uh, hit her up, DM her, whatever way y'all get in contact with her, get in contact with her. And um, yeah, We'll definitely talk to you soon. I greatly appreciate you, and you go ahead, take care of business, and go get some shmonies.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks.
0: All right, later on. Bye. So something I, something else I, I I wanted to touch on um, with this course. I hate to say course because everybody doing courses, and I don't like to do what everybody doing, man. This motherfucker money getter. Uh, It's going to show you how to, so, oh, that's what I was pulling my phone up for. I like to pull up real numbers, right? So, on a project, right? A real project, right? A lot of times I only spend $30,000 on houses. I want to minus 7%. 7% is $2,100, right? And we'll take away 80% of that. No, we just leaving it at that. It is what it is. It's 30000 So, I spent about 30000 right? That's $2,100, right? That $2,100, I do not pay because I'm tax-exempt. To my contractors, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Amazon, wherever I pay, I'm going to show you all how to get taxes. That's $2,100 that goes into your pocket. I don't know if your rent is more than $2,100. Even if it is, that's a whole lot of money towards your rent. You dig what I'm saying? That's a lot of rent, mortgage, whatever. That $2,100 that I saved in that project goes in my pocket because I'm tax-exempt. Having the proper connections of knowing where to get my material from, knowing what contractors to deal with is very important. See, I got relationships, and they already know. I told them, I said, hey, I got a course gum doing that's coming out. And I say, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to be hitting you all up, but make sure you all keep me first. Don't let all these people come in. And they know that if y'all just drop my name, they're going to get y'all my prices. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. If y'all drop my name, I'm a part of this group. They're going to give y'all my prices. You can go to certain places, all, not certain, all the ones I name. I can teach you how to get tax exempt. That's $2,100 in your pocket. But that's just one deal. I'm blessed. I'm doing about four deals a month. That's 246 That's 8000 that's $8,400, damn that $8,500 in my pocket. I don't know what you can do with $8,500, but $8,500 could take you to Dubai. We have a good trip. $8,500 could pay your mortgage up for a few months. You feel me? That's money that when people doing, contra- I mean, when people doing, like, real estate, you can ask them. Go ask them. Like, anybody you know that's flipping houses, be like, when you go to Walmart, when you go to Home Depot, when you go to Lowe's, when you go to Amazon, are you tax exempt? No. I bet 90% of the people you had say no. Damn near, most of y'all gonna be a 100. That's money that's in your pocket that goes to your bottom line, that goes to your profit. Being in this game and, and having resources is the key. Having the proper contractors come in and do what they do to your properties with quality work for wholesale prices. See, what we work with is volume around here. So I'm gonna tell y'all the game that I do. The game that I do is cosmetic rehabs. I find the proper deals first, which I teach y'all how to find the proper deals. I'm not going in no house, add no bedroom, I'm not tearing the top off no house. I'm not doing six month projects. Because y'all are new or are are or are not super seasoned. You might deal a deal or two, two or three. My projects for y'all will take 30 to 45 days. You can ask her. She's been my realtor. You can ask Alex Martin. I take two weeks to do my projects. I finish my projects so fast that the hard money people ask me, are you really done? Like, we've never seen nobody finish a project this fast. I finish projects super fast just because of what she's saying. I got it planned out, mapped out, and ain't no dates while I'm doing this. Ain't no going out and kicking it while I'm doing this. I am getting this project done. I'm on these niggas' ass. Where we at? all right y'all look a little behind now mind you you ain't got to talk the way i'm talking because everybody can't talk you can go in and talk the way that you talk and whatever but i'm literally on it yeah where where we at i'm like hey this ceiling was it's popcorn we agreed that this is going to be flat ceilings. what's going on i'm sorry my friend my friend i'm sorry i'll get it i'm like hey listen we need to make sure this is done by tomorrow though oh we getting ready to go i said okay i said well listen if it's not done by the due date See, with well, my contracts, there's, there's a finish date. And if they don't finish, now you're in negotiation processes again at a timeline that needs to be done. Now, this is what all, see, I don't deal with a GC because I don't have a 9-to-5, but I would recommend, we have a GC that I recommend if you're working a 9-to-5 and you're not able to have all of these people because they'll run your project for you. You can literally be in Alaska and do a project in Atlanta if you got a GC because they're gonna run your project from start to finish. You know what I mean? I got fire GCs for y'all. You dig what I'm saying? Now you have to pay. Now you don't have to pay up front all the time. You dig what I'm saying? You gotta put a little bit down and then when they done, you give them the rest of their money. I won't even allow y'all to pay everybody up front. That's not even how I run. I do what we call cosmetic rehabs. That means I update the bathrooms, I update the kitchens paint and do the floors. I'm not doing that shit y'all see in the middle of the hood because now it's been gentrified. Oh, I, I just had a house that I just passed up on, right? Quick story just to tell you how, how, how the real estate go. They wanted about 260. I negotiated down to about 250. I wanted the house. The house was worth about 400 100,000. I was thinking I can get away with about 60, right? Maybe 70, right? make 80, 90,000, whatever the case may be, because it's between 400 and 420 was the after repair value. That's what ARV stands for. That's the after repair value, which is a comp because you're looking for a house that's being repaired. But I went in there, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I could do this. I could do this for about 60. All right, I, I was trying to get 240. They said 250, I'd be at 310. You dig what I'm saying? I can sell it for about four ten and make a hundred. Even if I sell it for four hundred three ninety, I'm still at eighty ninety thousand dollars off of one deal. It's gonna take a little longer. It's a little little rough on the inside. Got to tear down some walls. You know, whatever. I'm like, I'll do it. It's cool. You know, the people that I was dealing with, I want them to get some deals. You know, because I want, I want the people that I'm dealing with to make money. I want the seller to make money. I want the real estate agents to make money. Why? The real estate agents make money. The seller may have other houses. My contractors stay working. You got to keep them working to stay on your team to keep the prices low. I'll do it. It's not my ideal house. I get in there. I sign the contract. I go back again. That's why it's keys. First time you look in and you're excited because you see the comp. I go back again. Look at it like, damn, I'm already under contract. I ain't getting my earnest money yet, but I'm fin to. I'm like, shit, this house gonna need a whole electric job. Meaning there was a fire somewhere. That means you have to run electric through the whole house. Only reason why I said I was gonna stay with the deal is because of the people that I agreed to to keep those relationships, I probably would end up making fifty. Fifty thousand is not bad money. You know, that's, that's, that's nowhere near bad money. But I looked at it. This seller messed up. This seller told me, um, I want $7,500 in earnest money, and once you sign a contract, you got three hours to send it. Not only is that unheard of, it's damn near unethical. Like, what? And it was a Saturday. Like, the banks aren't even open. So me, I think a little bit. My people see it. I sit down and do real numbers, because usually I can go through a house and just do numbers in my head. I tell them I'm straight. That's why she said sometimes it's good to walk away from the deal. I walked away from it. It was a possible 100000 But the amount of work that was going to go in that house, the amount of people that I was going to have to hire to go in the house, the amount of time isn't worth it. I'd rather do two houses that I can do in two to three weeks and make 100000 rather than doing a project that's going to take four months just to make 100000 So you really got to watch what you're doing Watch the inner city houses that are being gentrified where you're tearing down all the drywall. You're adding all this. Now, mind you, everyone does something different. Real estate is like selling dope. Do what you want. You can sell it hard. You can sell it soft. You can cook the shit. You can finesse. You can middleman it. You can be on the block with it. You can take a whole brick and break it down. Instead of making a couple thousand off a brick, you can make... You could buy it for thirty and make forty. You sell that shit in all rocks, or you can sell weight. It's just so many different avenues. My avenue is cosmetic. I get in, I get out. I don't hold it long because again, there's still mortgages on these houses. I'm not. I'm trying to pay the least amount of mortgage, the least amount of utilities on these houses, and I'm trying to make the most money. The least amount of utilities, the least amount of mortgage I pay, the more profit is in my pocket. See, I'm going to give y'all gain that most folk ain't giving y'all when they on this real estate guru. I'm not even a guru, bro. I don't consider myself a guru. But shout out to the real estate gurus. I'm just a hood nigga that learned the game, bro. That's it. I'm a hood nigga that learned the game like I learned everything else, man. And I still apply the rules that I learned in the streets to this shit outside the violence. Everything ain't got to be handled with violence. But I'm still standing in niggas' necks other ways with the bag. Not giving you all this money up front. And I know you niggas is not finna take it from me. So you gonna do what I'm asking or it's no bueno. So in this game, just know it's integral parts. But imagine this though. Imagine you right now, decent money. A lot of y'all making $60,000. Let's just be real. It's not a lot of y'all making six figures out here, which is cool. And it's not a knock on y'all. You dig as a teacher, y'all make 30, 40, When you get in corporate America, you make about 60. If you, you know, do good, you might make 70. We just talking about statistically, bro. It's not even a lot of people that make over $100,000 a year. That's like professions. That's like doctors. That's like lawyers. And even though they make it, they don't even have it saved because they're spending every goddamn dime that comes in. If you can take three months out of your life, follow the steps I give you, and make between 30 on the low end, 50 on a good end, that's thirty dollars to $50,000 within three months. You can do what I'm telling you every six months and make $100,000. You ain't got to check in with nobody. You ain't got to fight through traffic. You ain't got to fuss and fight. You can raise your kids. You can be more productive. You can actually run a business. You can actually have time for yourself to think you can get out of survival mode. And on top of that, if you rehab the house, if you rehab the house every three months and wholesale the house every every three months, you can have an extra 5000 coming in every three months. I'm not even saying every month because I'm going to be realistic. Every three months you wholesale a deal. That's an extra five bands coming in. That's easy. That's not hard. That's easy. Uh, if you don't have the answers, I do. That's why you're paying me because I have the answers. It's that simple. It's It's, it's not very hard, man. I want you all to tap in with the playbook. I want you all to go buy it. share it with your friends you dig what I'm saying Network JV you got a homegirl homeboy that got 10 you got 10. if you ain't got the 10 in the book it'll show you even if you ain't got twenty five thousand, I can show you how to get the down payment like this shit, cold bro like when nobody teaching me this shit bro when I was in the streets running up a big bag nobody teach me this shit. invest in this invest in that you dig what I'm saying and really can break it down you know what I mean like, like, the price is online. You can see what the price is. I got half off of the price right now. You dig what I'm saying? And that's just because I want to see folk win. I don't want to be the only one pulling up in something nice. I don't want to be the only one going out paying for everything like I always do. And I ain't shout-out to my people. I ain't a shout out at y'all because I love y'all. But at the end of the day, it'd be nice to be around motherfuckers that got some money. That, that, that 10 racks ain't nothing to you dig 20 ain't nothing to you dig what i'm saying well, we can go spend four or five hundred racks on investing which if somebody want to do they just sent me a deal in my group somebody just sent me a deal today for nine m's no like oh you got nine. no you can get the fucking loan for nine million and have residuals coming in we talking about them type deals big boy deals but i want to uh thank you all for tuning in to the motherfucker ugly truth you hear me We're going to get the bag around here. If you want to tune in The playbook.com. Log in to the ugly truth podcast.com. Y'all can get this information. Anything could be in there, seal, sign, and deliver. You can go check where I've done. I put my hoods up to show y'all what I made. I showed y'all what the profit is. I'm showing you the before and after houses, how this shit really go. She gave y'all an intricate part of how this shit go. I'm breaking it down real simple. Everything I mean, if you if you break life down real quick before I get off, if you was to break down your daily life and said you did nothing, you still woke up, brushed your teeth, took a shower, got something to eat, put some clothes on, walked outside, started your car, backed it up, dodged somebody. Like if you look at life like that, then yeah, you'd be like, Oh, it's a lot to do. But if you like, man, I woke up and went to work and came home and went to sleep, you like I ain't do shit today. But really, you can name a thousand things you did in one day, if you want to look at it like that. Real estate is really three, four steps, man. This shit easy, man. I'm the motherfucking king of this shit, man. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, oh boy. Hey, man, say, man. It's your boy King get Man, we coming live and direct. I know what it is, man. I know what time it is. It's time for the ugly truth. Yeah, you know, we're going to dive right into it. Spirit, soul, body, finances, and relationship. Put you up on game on everything. And I am certified man, to speak on what I speak on, man. I'd have been on over 500 dates with 500 different women, man. So when I speak on relationship, please pay attention. Oh, I'd have ran up an M, too. So when I speak on money, please pay attention. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Oh, boy.